listener, do you like scary movies? What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, Jay and Mike like scary movies, too. You should go and subscribe to their podcast. We watched a movie. Because if you don't, I'll gut you like a... Well, I think you get the idea. Enjoy yourselves while you still can. This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. I believe we are live right now. Welcome back to We Watched a Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And it's Halloween Horror Month. And everything Hi, fellers. Different. <laughs> Hi, fellers and ladies. How y'all doing? Feels so good to be back. It's been over a week since we've done a live stream. I felt lost without you. Uh, guys, we are trying a new everything tonight. We're trying to upgrade the situation. Oh, there it goes. It tells you how many people are in there up in the left corner. That's pretty neat. Um, let us know if you can hear and see us okay, if everything's all right, if you're okay. Is everyone safe? Is everyone feeling good in their pantaloons? How Hello, much Katie? drugs do you have in your butt right now? How much, <laughs> have you, how much have you smuggled into your prison wallet? Let me know. Want me to put this into my butt? I saw somebody, I was like, can't wait till they, uh, they talk about uh, Venom 2. I, look, I got more gray hair because of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know if the chat moves as smooth, smoothly on this one because it doesn't seem like it's catching up, or maybe just nobody's talking. I can't tell. No, they're talking, but, but it's I, it mine's slow on my end too. Yeah, it could be. It's like it's like taking chunks of it at a time. Yeah, that could be what's going on. <clears throat> um, I also don't know what it's going to look like when somebody super chats here because this is a whole new. We're using Streamyard for the first time ever, trying to make things a little bit better, a little bit smoother, a little bit kinder, a little bit warmer for our bum holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like those. I like that. I like to get inside of it in the darkness in the night let me see if this one pops it up a little bit no that does not show it whatsoever um let me see oh there's this there Derek right there okay Derek with the first super chat of the new streaming software hey Derek he says two weeks and I'll be tasting you again nice again nice. yeah guys we're gonna be at Scarefest in Lexington Kentucky. Derek's gonna get up in them sweet walls of Mike <laughs> Yeah. Just 17 or 16 days something like that jd ultra says any urban meyer fans in the house whoo did you see that what happened with urban meyer? oh uh i yeah i saw an article about it. some kind of was it like some kind of like scandal like sex scandal or something well, yeah dude after i didn't read lost, it but i just saw the headline yeah man after they lost their game he didn't fly back with the team and he went to his tap house in ohio because he used to coach the buckeyes yeah and someone got video of this girl he's sitting at the bar and this little blonde girl who looks like she's like college age is like grinding up on him he's got his hand like inside of her butt and he's married so that's you not know he, he probably watched american psycho on repeat for like three weeks in a row <laughs> he could be american psycho he really has uh, that that's taste for it. you know is he, he well i mean was she of legal age I'm sh i think she was because that hasn't well she was in a bar time. i would almost imagine she was at least 21 right but he's married so that's well i mean I, he's a dumbass because he just got caught but i mean he didn't do anything mm -hmm. illegal he's just a fucking idiot it like, just makes him up how you gonna you're a bad coach that's well all. you're a, well i don't even know it's, i mean you could still be a great coach but i mean you're just a shitty person well <laughs> like, I mean, they just yeah well they just lost the big game and he didn't fly back with the team oh like the head coach didn't go back with the he's team like he needed to get his he needed to get his dick wet <laughs> 
He's like, I got to get my candlestick fucking dip. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's just uh, you're a high prolific person and you're obviously a god in Ohio of all places. Yeah. You go back there and try to get your booty call. Like, just yeah. call like a, a sensible call girl service. I mean, Jesus Christ, they've got coupon weekends. <laughs> Ty Xavier's been it. Thanks, buddy. He says, hey, you guys, we're 10 days away from Halloween Kills. And can I get a shout out from Slenderman for Ty Xavier's Bennett? Hello, Tadavius Bennett. How you doing this evening? We hope you're doing well. Uh, you know what? Me aside for Halloween kills as well, but not for the same reason you is. We don't want to see Mac or Miles. He misunderstood. Me's excited for jack-o'-lantern carving. Yes, sir. Have you win? <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, and it looks like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna tinge the, the the tendrils too fast, but it looks like we are actually gonna get a screener for Halloween kills. So hopefully we'll have mm. a review up earlier. Rather than later, I can't wait to stick my eyeballs in it. It's going to be it. awesome. I can't wait. Hey, we actually got I, When you told me that, when you sent me the text earlier and you said that I felt like Brody from Mallrats, I was like, damn, that's hot. <laughs> or, Man, that's hot. When he, was, <laughs> I swear, when he was talking about the Stan Lee thing, I was like, man, that's hot. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, they sent me the email and they were like, you've been invited to the Halloween kill screening in New York or L.A. And I was like, that's awesome. But we're in Kentucky. Can I have yeah. like a DVD? <laughs> I, I, feel, I, I think it's I, feel like, I think we're gonna get uh, If we had gone to LA, we would have had that. Remember when they played in uh, in in the movie Bean, Mr. Bean, when it was like I love LA. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "Don't go." Goes, uh, "What does he say?" Uh, I don't remember, but yeah, that would that's what I thought when you were like LA or New York. I was thinking of that song. Yeah. Like we would look like Mr. Bean. Don't get me wrong. If we had the money like that, we would fly our asses to LA. Well, I, I, I thought that sure. if they were gonna put us up for like a. Um, you know, if they were going to pay for hotel expenses and stuff like that, I'd be great to go on the red, do the red carpet premiere and watch it with the fucking cast and then get maybe an interview with them afterwards. Yeah, they're not going to pay for that. We're yeah, just lucky that they're going to let yeah, us they in. Will. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why am I going to pay for that with two schmucks from Kentucky? It's like, because I win. Because I win. <laughs> you sound, sound like playing cards with my six year old. Because I know that's how, well, that's how uh, the big daddy. Yeah. Well, how come he goes, because I win? I win. <laughs> I can wipe my own ass. Brad Blitch says mushroom tips and sugar walls. That sounds like a good Tuesday evening. That's yeah. what Dr. Chalice is all about. Yes, indeedy. Um, guys, we have an insane amount of shit to talk about tonight. I don't know if it's where we missed. Uh, I, I, It's a running joke. Every single time I leave the state of Kentucky, big news happens. Every single time I've gone on any sort of vacation so far, there's been a Halloween Kills trailer. And I promise you when I left, I thought, I thought it was probably going to be the Scream trailer, but... Uh, Lo and fucking behold, they released the behind the scenes Halloween kills, like two different videos of it uh, came out while I was in Denver. And we're going to actually at the we'll wait till the end of the show because we don't want to spoil Halloween kills because apparently there's a lot of spoilers in there. Uh, I don't think there's that many, but a couple. So and I know people are trying not to see all the new footage for Halloween kills. So we'll save that to the end of the show. But tonight at the end of the show, we're going to react to Ghost. Uh, the video everybody keeps talking about, we haven't seen it yet, but Ghost Hunter's Moon is going to be in Halloween Kills. The music video for that's out. We're going to do a live reaction to that. Gonna... Well, you said Ghost Hunter's Moon. That sounds like a shitty anime that I don't want to watch. <laughs> it does. Like, no, hey, have you got, have you got seen the new Ghost Hunter's Moon? It's insane. That girl's <laughs> boobies are insane. Like, they glow, which gets her superpowers. Like, I don't want to no, watch it's it. Just, the name of the band is Ghost. The song uh, is Hunter's Moon. But... I don't think Michael Myers is in the video, but it's going to be the song's going to be in there. So we'll react to that. Uh, we do not have a good track record with reacting to music videos uh, because once we reacted to Jericho's band, and that was the most hated video we've I don't ever go, I, done. I, I have no idea why either because we we praised it. 
Yeah. People are like, stop talking during the song. I'm like, stop. Just watch the song then, man. What are you watching you, us for? Why don't you stop commenting on YouTube and go get laid? God, get your yeah. dick wet. God damn. It's like virgin alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can smell a, our own. That's the most hated video we've ever put up. And we put up a lot of shitty videos. So that's surprising. But uh, we're going to react to there's a whole behind the scenes video of Halloween Kills. And then there's a new featurette called Warriors that just came out. We're going to react to all three of those at the end of the show. Before that, we're going to talk about two different Halloween Kills news stories that just came out. We're going to talk about the Friday the 13th lawsuit ending, but not really sort of ending. And we're going to talk about the Scream trailer and the fact that it may be coming really soon. So we'll get into all that in just a few minutes. But Tyler Rumfelt says, hey, fellas, I haven't had a Loomis shout out in a while. Could you use one? Ha ha. Love you, fellas. And could you do me a favor? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please rivers. stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. You used I to. know. I, yeah. That's a great fortune cookie. It is. Um, Tyler. Tyler. You're doing well. I hope you are. And I'm going to tell you something else. I hope you've been on careerbuilder.com. It <laughs> seems like you haven't been because you're commenting on the goddamn internets. You're commenting. on the, What are you doing? I know what you're doing. In one hand on the left, you're typing and jacking your meat with the right as you watch <laughs> gay porn. Get off here and get a job, you asshole. Tyler. What an and there's asshole. nothing wrong with gay porn. All right. I didn't say that anything was wrong. With it. That's just I what he's doing. With I said breakfast. fact. Every morning. If you like to uh, watch a man rub another man down and put his wiener in his mouth, that's your business. <laughs> uh, Anthony Bazudo says, it's getting late. I could use a drink. Uh, good time to shout out uh, buddy William McLeod because he sent me two bottles of whiskey. William, and is, I, it, I, is it McLeod or McLeod? I always thought I would, he, McLeod I sounds McLeod. badass because he sounds like Highlander. I think McLeod sounds like Snake Plissken. He sounds like he could be an escape from whatever. But yeah, dude, sent me a bottle of Maker's Mark and a bottle of Angel's Envy, which is my favorite whiskey. So thank you, dude. I'll be I, I'll be expecting my twelve pack and make ultra anytime now. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, you could just forward it to the address that's listed in the PO box. That's funny. We ran out of beer the other night when you were here. There was no more McUltras. We reached into it's, the it's void. It's the worst feeling in the world. And the and the abyss did not look back, and we didn't know what to do. And I don't um, think did you have a mixed drink? Or did you just stop drinking? I forgot what happened. No, I think uh, I don't. I mean, after after that, after you hit that wall and you go past it, I forget. Well, I mean, I could have done cocaine and crack and not remembered it. <laughs> but because uh, I mean, once there's a brick wall, by the way, I was going to I know this is, you know, we don't normally cover this kind of stuff. And but we have talked about Star Trek before. Well, while you were on vacation, I actually did uh, re-sign up for Paramount Plus just to binge watch uh, Picard and start watching Star Trek Discovery because it got all this hate and shit. It does. It's not great. Picard's not an amazing show, but it's not bad either. I mean, I understand why people got pissed off about it because they do change a lot of things. I just started uh, Discovery. It's three episodes into that, but I think a lot of people didn't like it because it had like a J.J. Abrams flair to it. There's a lot of lens flair, and it oh, kind of yeah. looks more like the new Star Trek movies. He loves then, that lens flair. Well, people are getting pissed about it, and then also they did change the Klingons to make them look. I don't know what the, they look like orcs from Lord of the Rings. I don't know why the fuck they did that for. Because like I would imagine, like the you know, look, Michael Dorn, which is on the Next Generation, had talked about the prosthetic, how long it took on the old school, you know, who Michael the Wharf, mm -hmm. you know, that Klingon guy. Mm -hmm. It took about an hour and ninety minutes, and that was just the makeup and the whatever the stuff they used on his head. But these guys look like they take four hours a piece to put their makeup on it, so it's got to be a high, like a huge production cost. And that, there was not really a reason, like any reason to change the Klingons, and I don't know it's fucking stupid. You're deep in that Star Trek. I love satchel. it, dude. I know. I, I can't. I know. I, I got I got hooked on uh, Star Trek Online and Phonics, and I've been playing that. And then I've been playing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know. I was playing an MMO, and then I'm also watching the Star Trek shows. Damn. Damn. 
I watched. Uh, I, I watched. My dick's stuff. curled up and gone all the way back to sixth grade <laughs> in a matter of two weeks. <laughs> I watched some stuff on the on the plane, dude. Four four plane rides, by the way. You know how much I hate plane rides, but you know what I love that I found out, dude. If you're ever worried about flying, don't worry about it because people in airports are fucking alcoholics, dude. We had to get up for a flight at six a.m. Six a.m. We walk in the Louisville airport. As soon as you walk in, bar right there to the right, bam, vodka double. Flew to fucking Atlanta. Got off Atlanta, had to find a bar there because COVID closed a lot of the restaurants. But everybody's like, they're like, they're promoting doubles. You're like, I'll just have a single. They're like, a double's only four more dollars. And these drinks are $40 or $20 a piece. So you're like, fucking light it up. Like, holy shit. It's 40 bucks for two drinks. But yeah. I can't but, what are they, but are they mixed drinks though? Yeah, yeah, they, but the oh. beers were like eight fifty. But like, I, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> I'm taking this. I cannot fly without some alcoholic beverages because I'm scared to death of it. But I watched a little bit of Midnight Mass, the first three episodes of that. Fucking badass, by the way. It's really it good. Called? Midnight Mass. It's Mike Flanagan's new show. It's like the uh, the Haunting of Hell House, uh, Blind Manor, and all that. Oh, what's that on? It's on Netflix. Uh, oh. Way better than the last season. This is really good shit, man. I, I'm just getting the tip of it. I watched half of The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal on the flight back. That seems like it's fucking awesome. That's on Netflix as well. And I watched The Many Saints Newark, which we'll also be reviewing tonight. I forgot to mention we're going to be reviewing Venom 2 and The Many Saints Newark, which we'll get to right after we get to these Super Chats. Brennan Nix, and they'll be spoiled for you, so don't worry. Brennan Nix, thank you, my friend. He says, 10 days, fellas. 10 short days until Halloween Kills is on the big screen. What are you guys most excited for in the movie? Also, it was my birthday yesterday. Can I get a Loomis? shout out for brennan brennan happy birthday to you happy birthday to you get a job and stop playing the flute you are a stinky you <laughs> uh, and uh, as far as thoughts go <laughs> uh i'm fucking excited man like i i you know every day every day is a winding road man halloween man, man, a little man, bit closer man, yeah i mean I, I don't know i mean it's one of those things uh, we get a screener um hopefully we get a screener it's not going to be the same as the big screen but you know there's always a i'm definitely yeah. i think at some point i'm going to go see it in the movie theater you have to I absolutely will myself dude I, even if we get a screener i'm going to go to the big screen to see it as well i'm most excited to just i don't I, all of it I, I have no specific thing like i'm just excited for all of it i want to see the opening i want to see the the things that have not been spoiled i want to take it in with my eyeballs and i'm most excited about being able to either watch the screener again which I, may be one of those where you can only watch it once but i'm most excited about having it on peacock where i can just sit and watch the shit out of it and i'm excited because we have some special guests that are going to be coming on uh to do a commentary of halloween kills with us more on that later and uh, uh, all this cool shit that's going to come out of it. Yeah, Thank the you, special man. guests are uh, Mike's mom and my dad. I can't They're going to be coming on uh, to wait. do a commentary with us. It's going to be really a family event. It'd be easier to get John Carpenter himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our my dad was like, a bunch of stupid shit that is. I'm not going to go on camera. <laughs> bunch of dildo heads (laughs) thank you so much buddy says how would you guys feel if they brought back judas boyfriend from the original uh i'd feel like yeah i think they're bringing enough people back but i wouldn't be mad about it like bring him back to get killed because he went up there with judith got laid in about seven seconds walked downstairs and was pretty much a dick about it she's like call me he's like yeah whatever you know who that really was google boys in that was urban meyer in his teen years <laughs> it could have been urban Meyer. Just that's how well. urban Myers handles business <laughs> he's like just grind on me in a little bit of the bar and i'm gonna finger you and then i'm gonna go get on my plane yeah i don't care if your 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 little brother kills you afterwards robert goodwin thank you buddy lloyd brockway 10 days till kills who would win in a scrapbooking contest michael or jason also would love to see chalice and loomis as american idol judges that would be a fun video dude That'd if you had hilarious. like the 
you had us as judges and then like had the the, the uh, slashers come on stage that's not a bad idea i think all. i think i think uh charles would be more of the forgiving type and then loomis would just be like the simon asshole like everything mm-hmm. would be unimpressive to him like Charles would, would just be, be trying to sleep with all of them or he would need to nap in the middle of it you know yeah um uh scrapbooker michael or jason it's got to be michael he's far too more meticulous jason would just fucking like hit that shit and spill his coffee all over it and then throw a fit and break down the whole table you know i i also think you need to if you're gonna like that particular fight you have to clarify which version of michael and jason you're talking about if you're talking about the remake jason he's pretty intelligent versus like the remake michael myers that's more of an equal playing ground you're talking about the supernatural jason versus like the original halloween michael myers i i mean i Super, he can literally be anywhere and do anything. I mean, Jason would, he's, he's a fucking, uh, he's meta. <laughs> he's yeah. like, oh, you hide around shadow. I come from the sky and come up from the ground and rip your nuts off. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Jason's like, I don't know. I think the, fa- yeah, it would just depend on the parameters. And, and Rob Zombie's Michael Myers, his scrapbook would just be sad. You know, he'd be, I always thought stripping and shit like that. It would just be an awful scrapbook. I think if you're going straight on, I, I really do think the remake Jason would fuck up the remake Michael. And I'm a, and I'm a Michael fan. In scrapbooking? Like, oh yeah. Well, no. I'm. Oh, you mean? I thought. Have you been I, answering this question the whole time? Is who would win in a fight? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought. Yeah. I, okay. Scrap- oh no. Okay. I I didn't know what you meant. Oh, like actual scrap. I thought you like when they get into a scrap, <laughs> who would win, mate? I thought, like literally, I thought you meant scrap, like scrapbooking, like no, like Michael's Arts and Craft Store oh, scrapbooking. Well, well, fucking Michael win. Jason's dumb as shit. He doesn't. He has his mom's head. <laughs> Like, that's the only scrapbook that he needs. No, it's true. KB, thanks, buddy. It's his first super chat. Thank you for the first super chat, man. I love you guys. Can't wait for kills. Us too, Kane. Can't fucking wait. Thank you, Robert. Good time. Once again, Go Go Flamingo Power says, favorite Resident Evil game. I'm going to go with the original, but Jay is much more versed in the Resident Evil verse than I am. I I mean, I think my favorite Resident Evil game of all time, it might be the first one, just the, the originality of that and it scared the shit out of me. But the second one expanded and opened up more. And it was that two, that was the coolest thing. When Resident Evil 2 came out on PlayStation and I got it, it was that two disc and you could play, you played as Leon Kennedy first and then you played as Claire Redfield and you got the whole story. It was pretty fucking dope. And I liked that you could run around the city and, and all that stuff. I thought the second one had more detail in it and more story, but the first one had had more like atmosphere, I think. I, I just like the second one overall. Me and Cody would just sit and watch you play it. Like I know you, uh, yeah, I know. And uh, Heather and Annie, which is my cousins, came out. I was like, yeah, you would just sit there and ignore everybody and play Resident Evil One. And we were like, oh my god, get the rocket launcher, and you'd be like, shut up, I know what I'm doing. Because <laughs> they would, they'd be like, I was like, don't backseat game with me, okay? Yeah. You're here as an audience member. Don't yeah. backseat game. I know what it's I'm like- doing when me and cody would play sports games we would always make you sit and watch because you you got excited you'd be like oh shit hippie hippie be like hey shut up dude he's on a post route i'm trying to hit the screen yeah <laughs> uh Ryder, thanks for the super sticker buddy appreciate that uh bat seal says how do y'all can slender man sing down easter alexa he asked for it every stream and i still don't know what it means it's a song by billy joel uh, and I always say this every time. And if I don't forget, I swear to God, I'll do it. I don't remember all the words. So me on the down Easter Alexa. And me. I, 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 it's like right there, but I can't. Re- it's always a block. Because I used to listen to that. I had the Billy Joel Greatest Hits. And I used to listen to it on my way back from work. And I would have uh, down Easter Alexa on. Fuck. I'll get back to you. I swear to God. Like before the stream's over, I'll, I'll look up the lyrics and get it right. Or at least the chorus part. I don't have my phone with me, but I will totally do it. 
Marco V. Villatoro says, Mike and Jay, your thoughts about Blumhouse maybe exploring Halloween Season the Witch and doing something with that? Marco, we will get to that. Not going to talk about it right now because it's part of our news, but we will get into that, buddy. I promise. Thank you very much for the super chat. Jonathan, man, what if Michael takes his mask off and says, I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. I'm the leprechaun. Then I'll I'll, I'll say what that dude (laughs) in the Patriot said. How could it have come with this? <laughs> I'll be fucking pissed and I'll I'll say, you know what? When Chris Nelson meets, I was like, what the fuck? And winning Christopher Nelson. You signed off on this. Anthony Stamps, thanks, buddy. He says, I'm filming a skit called the Jason Voorhees audition. So I'm gonna have Christopher Walken, Steven Segal, Jared Leto, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Javier Bardot, Bardem auditions to film. Um, do you have any advice? Um, yes, if you build it, Anthony, they will come. That's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, if you're actually hoping to get those people, but I'm sure you're not. But if you're going to be trying to do all those, um, all those, uh, what's the word for it? Celebrities. Um, all those uh, high profile actors. I'm fucking dumb. Like, what What do you do when you pretend you're someone else? Um, impersonations? Then oh. just do one at a time because your brain's going to turn into goddamn mush. You know? Yeah. Unless I, you're- I, I mean, I, this, it's easy for Jared Leto. All you got to do is, is watch um, like the Davidians. David Koresh and how that fucking weirdo in Waco, Texas, and the cult leader. That's all you got to mm-hmm. do. Just just practice him, and you got Jared Leto. Well, uh, I'm sorry. Was there a, was there a virus going on? I was out there smoking hashish with my <laughs> my my mule and my followers. So what's going on? <laughs> I have returned. <laughs> Uh, the Sound Painter Studio says, how excited are you two for the Cole edits to release his fan cut of Rob Zombie's Halloween Part 2 on the 31st? Some of my music features as well. Hey, that dude does good fucking work, man. So we're totally excited for that. Absolutely. Goddamn frickin' Fruit Loops tootalootly. We are. Mm-hmm. This is a new, uh, just in case you guys haven't noticed, the, the the look and the feel of everything is a little bit different. I'm trying really hard to keep up with the Super Chats on here and make sure we get to them all. And I know for a fact that we missed a couple because. Yeah, they're coming it, in blocks. It, yeah, it moves a little bit differently. Uh, do the same thing I always do. If we miss your super chat, I definitely don't want to. Email me, we watch the movie two, the number two at gmail.com, and I'll make sure we start the next live stream off with them. Uh, we will get to all the ones that we can, just in case we did miss them, though. I just want you guys to know there is a way to still get it done at the beginning of next uh, next show. I don't want anybody to get dicked out of it. I did notice that Vinny is asking if anybody's having a sound delay. I oh, hope God. fucking not. I really hope not. Uh, Vinny, uh, I hope not. Hopefully, it's just your slow internet. I hope you have slow internet. It's probably us that has the slow internet. Now, uh, Vinny, I, I, Vinny's the kind of guy that's got like an ultra saber fucking internet service yeah. provider. Like he's probably got like extra juice. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. We need to find somebody who can like catch the super chats we miss, who watches and like writes it out or something. Somebody who can help us with that. That's what we need to figure out. By the way, almost four hundred people in here tonight. Holy shit! Fans, you all weird. fucking yeah, you guys. That's amazing. I don't know I'm glad that I, I always I always thought like I just think that there's like 15 people in here. I'm like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> I think I think I think Andrew's here. Dickens Jones. Ah, Andrew, Thanks, buddy. Uh, Gary Callis says, do you think Gore and Love and Thunder will have the Necro Sword now? Because in the comics, the sword is the first symbiote symbiote symbiote. Uh, all I know is that Gore's going to be played. Gore the God Butcher, right? It's going to be played by fucking Christian Bale. Holy hits. That's going to be fucking awesome. Um did I get that right? It is Gore the God Butcher. That's that's I I'm know what the fuck that right. What is what is what's that? That's who Christian Bale's playing in the Thor Love and Thunder. It's the character he's gonna be. Uh, I, I I don't even know who that character is. So I, I don't <laughs> I, I'm fucking lost. Josh Gore Roman. the Gore the God, God Crusher. Gore the God Butcher. I thought that's the God Butcher. Name. That, God, could that be sounds wrong. like a Gwar song. 
<laughs> it does sound like a gore, gore song. Josh Norman, thank you very much, buddy. We appreciate that. Mike White, what's up, you fuck? Thank you. Hey, you cute bastards. If I send you guys a packing chips, will you do it? Bring the fire, possibly do it uh, as Michael and Loomis. LOL, do it. See you guys in a few weeks at Scarefest. Michael, absolutely not. I did that once, and as you know, it ended with me butt naked at 3 o'clock in the morning on my toilet, crying and sweating as I shit my literal pancreas out of my butthole. I will never do that again, and I love hot shit. I'm not doing no. that ever. Like I knew it when when I saw the, the the black peppered situation on that tortilla chip. I'm like, that's fucking bad news, Jim. I'm not gonna I'm, do that. I've no never way, felt, sir. I'm not I, doing it. I've never felt ass pain like that. And I've been I, in jail I know, three I, times. It was the funnest part of my life to watch you fucking struggle. But it was the funnier part still when you call it when you texted me and told me that you were butt naked. <laughs> it just it, like it reminded me of like uh it reminded me of that scene in Ace Ventura when he runs the the bathroom and he's naked and he goes oh and he's like so he turns the shower on and he's like oh yeah. it was so <laughs> much darker you're than calling that. for Katie and you're probably having a panic attack it's like Katie my butthole's literally gonna fall out of my eight I gotta go to the doctors I woke gotta up and, it back on I woke up in the middle of the night on the couch go and I went <laughs> <laughs> fucking ran to the bathroom dude i've never felt pain like that in my life Ryder, thank you buddy says are you watching ahs double feature uh i'm not jay you I'm were behind. watching no i'm behind i we watched the uh first couple but i haven't watched any since then no man shit's been so fucking busy these past two weeks we had two trips come up uh in the in the span of a couple weeks plus the start of halloween horror month i haven't had time to wipe my own ass i smell awful right now uh, but I do. I am going to go back and see that for sure. Mike Johnson. Thank you, buddy. Says Mike Johnson. Sounds like you're saying my Johnson <laughs> makes me laugh. Did you guys see the new Halloween kills clips released today? Keep up the great work. Love your faces. We have not Mike, but we're reacting to him tonight in the final hour of the show. We're going to watch him with you guys. Brendan Nix. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. He says Halloween ends should end with Michael finally killing Lori and then taking his mask off and saying, finally. And then he uh, dissolves into the air like the people in Infinity War. Just kidding, but could you imagine? It Holy reminds shit. me again. Reminds uh, me of that scene I, in Ted, dude, when uh, Joel McHale goes on the date with that girl, and then she she yells at him and leaves, and he fucking lets out that fart, and he goes, "Oh, finally!" I thought it was gonna be like when he took his mask off. He's like, "It is done," <laughs> and then he just falls over, and then he's dead. I don't know. I think I think all Halloween ends, uh, you know, culminates with yeah, Michael you know finishing whatever he needs to finish i don't know if if the, but they like listen the mask thing has got to stop i'm so fucking tired of people it's like take a goddamn mask off or what if his mask falls off it better not that motherfucker better be stitched onto his face Leave i don't want to see i don't want to see that beautiful james Hugh courtney face because he's a handsome man but i don't want to see it you keep it the fuck on i don't like when they play games like this see it they better oh, not gonna I, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna close my eyes like we're i walked in on my parents having sex i'm not gonna fucking look at it I close not. my eyes. It's like, I'm not going to look. You. <laughs> Lava1701. Thanks, buddy. He says, first super chat I've ever done. Thank you very much. He says, hey, Jay, if you ever want someone to play Trek online with, let me know. I stream the game on Twitch. Love Wham. Keep up the great vids, guys. He's going to oh. beam you the fuck up. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. I got a badass ship. I've got some cannons. I've got some beam arrays. I've got torpedo launchers. Quantum. My shields are on point. Whenever. Yeah, let's do it. Let's stream that shit. Let's go take on some fucking Romulan ass and rule them. <laughs> no. Oh, fuck, man. All right. Let's get into the goddamn news because we got a lot of goddamn shit to talk about. Thank you all so much for your super chats. Really do really appreciate, appreciate them. Uh, we will answer them as they keep coming throughout the show. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying let's get to our reviews. They will be spoiler free. We'll knock those out first. Venom 2. Yeah. 
you know, yeah, that's pretty much how I felt when I was watching it. It, 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 was, it, was, it, it was one of those movies like, well, look, the main thing about it is I didn't like was that they injected way too much humor. I liked Venom 1. I actually did. I know it got a bad rap and a lot of people hated it. And mm -hmm. I, it took me a while to watch it, and I enjoyed it. I think that they they did a pretty fair job of balancing the humor with the action sequences and the dark aspect of Venom. So in the sequel, I thought they were they had got their legs under them, and it was going to be more of a... Because what Venom essentially is with Eddie Brock is more like a Punisher on steroids. That's what he is. It's supposed to be more of a dark concept, uh, you know, running around, you know, uh, like a vigilante running around the city. But they focused a lot more on the comedy, even like I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's not like it was bad or all of it was funny, but it kind of, it came off as kind of corny in some scenes. Uh, and and one of the main things I I took away from it is the fact that the, either they didn't know how to really handle Venom or they were like making a promise to fucking MCU so they could have a crossover with Tom Holland. And, you know, if they don't, if they go too extreme, if they make Venom too much of a monstrous kind of entity and just very visceral, graphic and gore, they would have a hard time convincing Sony mate or, or MCU like, Oh yeah, we can integrate this character into your MCU. And then another thing, and I, we don't want to spoil anything here, but there was one specific thing that I was like, Holy sh I rolled my eyes toward the end. Cause when they did what they did, I'm like, God damn it. Every fucking time I get my hopes up, you rip my dick right out through my butthole. Like I, mm. I thought, for example, like I was like, all right, you know what? They're going to handle this with care because it's a very important particular story element that could be used in future films as not only just venom but actually a, a larger scope with this particular i can't say are you talking about pre-credits or post-credits i'm talking about pre-credits i'm talking about what they okay. did okay yeah and then i was thinking of that and then they just kind of squashed it but i don't know i mean it's it, it was a cutesy I, like almost it's like a cutesy ass movie and yeah, it's like, like, but it's like, but, it, but, but here's the thing. If you're going to make Venom, why make it Spider-Man 2.0? Just make a fucking Venom movie. You don't have to copy Tom Holland's Spider-Man with all the jokes and shit. Well, like, it was weird to me because it didn't even feel like, it didn't feel so like, well, that's a good point you brought up because it didn't feel marvelous to me when I watched it. I just thought, like, I wasn't mad at it. Like, you know what I mean? It was funny. Like, I laughed a lot. But you you talk about a lot of movies. You're like, oh, it has too much comedy, and I'm usually not one for that. Like, I didn't, I don't mind comedy put in movies every once in a while. Yeah. But Venom Two is literally a comedy. I mean, mm -hmm. it, is it is a comedy, and and if you watch it as a comedy and you're fine with that going in, and you just want to have a comedy, you're probably gonna have a good time. There were several mm -hmm. times, dude, when I when I like bent over laughing my ass off because that voice of Venom. It's it's just so hit or miss, and so is Tom Hardy with his voice that he does when he's like, yeah. "They're gonna put us in Area 51." I'm like, sometimes it doesn't work, and then other times it does, and it it honestly, I don't, I think it doesn't work more often than it works. So that when when he he pops out with that voice and he's like, "That is a red one," like it, yeah, it catches you off guard and you actually laugh really hard, but it probably hits like one out of like four jokes. And I, that, I think they were throwing everything they could and, and and maybe one of them would stick like they were just writing yeah. joke after joke after joke. And it's like, oh, this one would be funny. But, you know, the main thing is it's like it was like watching Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks. It was like <laughs> Venom was like the goddamn yeah. dog. And and John, Tom Hardy was like, you know, it just it felt very like uh, slapsticky or something. And, you yeah. know, I was like, I mean, I laugh when he's like, we're not doing shit until he apologizes like that was funny to me <laughs> but, it, yeah. but at the same time i was like i was expecting and look i get it like i'm not saying 100 there, there should be no comedy 
I'm not, but I'm saying like, I think you need to tout that line. It's like you did a diet Pepsi version of Deadpool, but not even the right kind of Deadpool. Like Deadpool yeah. is gory and graphic, but they use the humor as a way, as a backdrop. This was like the light version of Deadpool. And it's like, yeah, you, you saw the success of like, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to make this movie, but you didn't even make it rated R. Like, so you didn't even have that yeah. going for you. That at least, yeah. I don't know. I, I like and one then, you fuck know, they bomb. Make the... I think they did save that. And that, that was the thing that pissed me off too, is they're like, oh, we trust me. Hey, we pushed the line between PG. Mm. They came out and said that like, we pushed the line between PG not. 13 and R. I'm like, you're not impressing me. Like saying, Hey, this is a crazy PG 13 movie. Like that does not impress me. Okay. Like you're not, Oh my God. They said they're going to almost make it rated R. They make rated R movies all the fucking time. So just, yeah. if you're gonna do that, just make it rated R and stop being a bitch about it. But like, I don't care that it's PG 13. That's fine or whatever. I just thought the whole thing looked a little, a little GI Joe, a little cheap, like a little, just didn't it didn't it didn't go dark it didn't go gritty enough and it didn't go polished enough well and you it know, floated I, this weird line between them and it just it never i i didn't i didn't hate it but i didn't love it either i felt like somebody lost their balls before the movie was made <laughs> like, yeah. they probably had this great idea for like something that maybe did push the line i don't fucking know and they had more of a darker theme going with it and they were like no no we got to lighten this bitch up okay god damn it we got to make those monies we got to make those monies look what mcu's doing but this is why Sony has failed multiple times with their fucking franchises as far as superhero flicks go. That's why Marvel had to come in and, and save their Spider-Man, even though I did like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man one and two. But I didn't, you know, but it's like Sony always feels like they always try to copy whatever the popular trend is and they fail miserably on their own. And I feel like yeah. that's what Venom did. And I get it. it's it's. I know that Venom one was uh, like not universally hated, but divisive amongst fans. I enjoy that one more than I enjoy this one. Like I'm it, 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 like, I'll wa I've watched Venom. I watched Venom one like a couple of weeks ago. and I still enjoyed it. Venom two. I, like I won't, I watch it one more time. If it comes out available, uh, you know, when it comes out on stream, but I won't ever fucking like own it. Cause I don't give a shit about it. Cause yeah. they took what I like, you know what? And, and that's it. I think they also disrespected one of my favorite characters of all. In Carnage, I can't tell you what happens with Carnage or what goes on with Carnage or even Shriek, but those are some of the best characters and some of the best villains that Spider-Man eventually faces. And I feel like they fucked those up. And how are you going to do that with Woody Harrelson? I hated Shriek, Shriek was too. terrible, but I'm saying it's she's awful. great in the comics. In Maximum yeah. Carnage, they do an amazing job. And I thought, I really did think they were going to set all this up for Maximum Carnage, which is, would be a great crossover with bringing Tom Holland into the mix. But they fucked that up. And again, how are you going to say you're going to have Woody Harrelson? And not do a good job. And it's not Woody Harrelson's fault. He's an awesome actor. But he's like yeah. a badly written script. And the lines that he had to deliver. And I know what they were trying to go for. But I felt like they should have gone more with the the uh, the Joaquin Phoenix joke. Like the Carnage is like the Joker. But even more homicidal in a, in a lot of ways. Like even more crazy. Even more yeah. random. And I just feel like they could have done a shit ton with that character. And they just didn't do it. So. Yeah, Jeff Hill says it wasn't dark and gritty enough, LOL. And that and that's actually not even like what I'm saying here. Like what I'm saying is, is if you're not gonna, it's caught in no man's land. Like I didn't need it to be dark and gritty. Okay, you could have gone the Marvel route with it. Whatever, that's fine. Like I, I just wanted to see a good Venom Carnage film. And if Marvel had handled Venom and Carnage, I, I, I'm not one of these people that says if Marvel did it, it'd be great. Uh, but I'm also not one that says every film has to be dark. And this mm -hmm. film kind of fell in that no man's land where it just wasn't that it wasn't there. It just wasn't very impressive. Like it was mm -hmm. fine. It was fine. Uh, but I feel like why was Deadpool so good? Deadpool was good on a, on the shitty little budget. It wasn't dark or gritty. It just had nuts to it. You know, like they could curse. They could do what they wanted to. 
And I feel like if you don't have the Marvel budget, if you can't make all this shit look perfect and you can't have this script be really fucking tight, like down to the goddamn nuts and bolts to the yeah. point where honestly you're afraid to take risks like like so many Marvel movies are, then I think that you should go a little bit towards the R-rated, towards shit like that, because you can make up for it. Deadpool had a lot of problems with it if you looked at all the other shit, but the fact that it, it made fun of itself, it had it had nuts to it, it could do all these things, it made it better. With Venom, it just, it feels like it's in this no man's land where it's just, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, it, uh, nothing about it is great. It's just like, it's almost like a TV show that you're watching and yeah. it's fine. I didn't hate it. I laughed. I had a good time, but I really didn't like Carnage. I, I, no, I did not. Dude, and I don't know how you can like again. That character is so great. That character is so well written, at least in the in the comic books. And they've done such a great job with that character over the years. The idea that you can just take this character and almost throw him away like he's he's like a, a no name villain of the week, and he's like he's literally one of the biggest villains not only in the Spider Man verse but in the entirety of the Marvel universe. And, and well, not the, not all of them, but he is Carnage is like. Again, I the only the, the equivalent is Joker, and you just take that character and you shit on it. And I, in a lot of ways, I, I think I think they did that. The reason why Deadpool works also is because Deadpool was true to the source material. Deadpool mm -hmm. didn't try to be anything other than what Deadpool was supposed to be. That's why Ryan Reynolds pushed so hard for it because the guys behind that movie knew what they were doing and had respect for the material. They didn't try to change it around or make it this way or that way or try to follow a popular trend. They're like, no, 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 that doesn't work. The only way that Deadpool works is if you try, if you stay true to the source material and they fucking did it. They had the balls mm -hmm. and they said, let's guess what? Guess what, movie producer? I'm going to put this on your desk, and I didn't even wash them today. And you're going to say, "Yes, sir, I want to make that movie." This is my nutsack. And they, they did, yeah, and they did it. And that's why Deadpool is such a phenomenal hit. I think they could have done the same thing with Venom. And look, the dark and gritty thing is not dark and gritty enough. I think there are certain movies that have to be in that realm of dark and gritty. It has to be. Uh, that's how Mike likes to suck that cock. Uh, he's like, oh, baby, you, you told me you were going to tell me when you go. Uh, I thought it was just liquid in the bottom of my cup, and I just like put the whole thing back, and there was like ten pieces of ice, and I almost died. Oh, Sorry, sounds like ahead. your first day in prison. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it was. <laughs> but, the, but the thing about it is, if you look at certain comic books, Ghost Rider, if they made uh, they, a Ghost Rider, for example, Blade, Venom. Punisher. These movies have to be dark and gritty because the material is dark. It's gritty. It's not a Spider-Man flick. It's not a Spider-Man comic book. It's so you have to play in in those parameters as well. I don't know. I just felt like they could have done more with it, and I felt like it was a wasted potential of a great movie. Yeah. I think, and I really, and I was, and I like Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock. I think he's a good fit for Eddie uh, for the Venom thing. But when you get the Turner and Hooch thing going, all right, you've already lost me. Now it's like a kids movie. That's kind of, and that's kind of. Like, if you haven't seen Venom yet, it's exactly what it, it is a buddy cop movie. Like, mm -hmm. it's a buddy cop movie, but like a boy and his dog. Like you said, Turner and Hooch. It's Dunstan checks in, but he also sometimes eats. And, that, and nothing heads. wrong with those movies. I like Turner and Hooch, but I know what I'm going to right. see when I watch Turner and Hooch. You know, as a, as a comic book fan, that this is this does not this is not Venom. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like certainly there's there's little points in the comic books where he would be that he would be a little bit like there would be a one liner, but it felt like they stuck to the comedic like talking about my best friend like they yeah. stuck to that and like that, that is what they built these characters on and in the back of your head the entire time you watch it you can't help but go he is a fucking bad guy he is supposed yeah. to at least at some point be a bad guy and they and i know that they can do that and they can ride that wave and that sometimes he's a good guy but 
it feels like they forgot all about that. Well, like they're not the even touching that, except for that. Sometimes I will eat Mrs. Chin. Like except for well, that, like that's it. Well, the thing about Venom is, is that Venom does, event. Yeah, he does eventually become uh, more of a vigilante. Yeah, in the comic books. But if they're gonna skip the part where he's just a pure bad guy, uh, and, yeah, and that's from a point of view, that's fine too. I mean, but just do it right. Like, I don't yeah. even care that Eddie, because the idea with the Eddie Brock story line anyway, that they did in Venom once, not really, it doesn't really line up with the the Eddie Brock that we know in the mm -hmm. comic book, but that's fine. Just skip the part, but make him fucking like he's Punisher. Like they, like this yeah. whole thing, like fighting, you can't eat people. And, you know, it's like, I only want chocolate and, you know, chicken, which is funny, but it's not like, come on, man. Like the whole idea was if Eddie Brock were going out there and letting Venom have his day and fucking up bad guys, rapists. And all and biting their heads off, I'd be like, all right, you know what? I'm down with this and having a little bit more of a serious. But you know, they didn't. They just strayed away from that as far as they could get. You know what it felt like, dude? It felt like one of those Marvel shorts that you got back when people bought Blu-rays and shit. Like I know we mm -hmm. still do, but like when you get those Marvel one shots, when it'd be like Thor at the office, that's yeah. what it felt like. The whole thing was based on one single joke, and that's fine. It's not bad to watch. It's entertaining to watch. But as far as if you wanted something more from the character, if you wanted mm -hmm. Carnage to mean something and not just be ultimately you said it fucking best, especially after you get to the post-credit sequence, which was cool, but you can sense them going, hey, it's like when you go to a, you go to a certain restaurant and they're like, you need to wear a suit and jacket. It mm -hmm. felt like Venom and Carnage needed to wear a suit and jacket to get into the MCU party. And that's kind of what they did here. And the ending, the post credit sequence kind of kind of kind of proved that they were trying to get their their foot in the door. And it feels like they have. And you'll find all that, how, how all that stuff goes out. But yeah, still, I, yeah, I ultimately six. Yeah, I, I was gonna like get, I, I'm giving it a 5.5. I was not. I mean, again, it's average. I mean, it's it's a little bit above average. I mean, if mm -hmm. you like if you like the first one, I mean, honestly, if you like the first one, I guess go see it. Mm -hmm. But it's not really. I mean, if you're expecting something that, that they really uh, just knock you out, knock your socks off, like with Carnage, you're going to be sadly disappointed, sir, like your first sex experience. It's not <laughs> that good. It's yeah. not that good. And you're something like shit. I spent twenty bucks on this. Fuck. <laughs> I think you can watch it, realize it's not very good, and have a good time. I feel like both sides are right. The people that fucking hate it, I totally get where they're coming from because some of the comedy is just like. I would say and, this. And I, like, you know what? I, would I get wait people for who it had fun because it's funny yeah. at times. I, I, I would say I, I'd wait for it to stream. I'd stream it if if you can get it on. I think it's coming. I don't know uh, if it's HBO Max or Disney Plus. Forty five mm -hmm. days or something after it's released yeah. in theaters. I would just stream it. And I'll also say, if you have something you really, if you really want to see the carnage and the venom from the comic books come to life, and that's what you're excited about and looking forward to, you're going to be disappointed. If you're just going to look to have a good time in a nice little popcorn movie, you'll probably enjoy the fuck out of it. I mean, that's fair, right? I think that's pretty. Well, I mean, I know, but that's like saying, like I, like a popcorn movie to me is Transformers, and I had a hell of a lot more time, like fun time with that than this. Oh, I like <laughs> this better than Transformers. I'd rather fucking. I like the first one because you got to see Megan Fox's ass and her belly. Well, that's true, but I'd rather fucking eat another pocky chip than I'd watch Transformers I'd rather again. fuck but... Tom Hardy, but even though he was... Dude, I'll, I'll tell you what. Dude, you uh, in the cool? By the you way, the cool? Is, uh, Tom Hardy, we, we were talking about this before. I don't know. Was that um, Donnie Wahlberg? It was it's not. not Donnie Wahlberg. Okay, it, it wasn't just I looked like it Donnie Wahlberg. It did look like Donnie. It looked like I Saul, swear to God, I was Saul like, holy 3. shit. I was like, does that guy only know how to play detectives? <laughs> like, <laughs> it it looked saw, like Saw 3 Donnie Wahlberg. No I doubt really about did. It. I was like, because I, I thought it was a terrible toupee that they just I, slapped on his head. I'm not really convinced Andy Circus knows how to direct the movie. I, that sounds mean to say. I hope the best for him, but it, this, this, the tones in this were 
fucking it was like a christmas special it was like fucking wackadoo man it was weird uh but some of the comedy worked uh, ahmed ali uh, says with the post credit scene it seemed like they were mocking venom uh, making venom pg so we could uh be in a certain movie in the mcu exactly exactly yeah, that's what we were I talking mean, about yeah it's the fact that they wanted to impress the marvel masters to get venom in, in integrated into the tom holland universe which i didn't even give yeah. a shit i it'd be cool to see Venom I will be excited on Tom Holland, but I mean, at the same time, I don't really give a shit. And at the same time, it's like the same argument that was made about Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. And everybody was like, oh, it'd be cool to see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker take on Ben Affleck's Batman. I mean, that would be cool. But if they don't have it, I'm not going to be pissed off about it. Well, you know, it would be neat to see. I think what I would what would get, you know, uh, my uh, Wranglers wet would be uh, if, if you saw if you saw Tom Holland, like a good guy, Spider-Man taking on a vicious, mean, scary, eating people's heads. Fucking that's venom. what I mean. You got to make him you got to make here. him dark and you know, creaturey like that's yeah. the whole. And also even Eddie Brock, in a lot of ways, as a twisted individual, he's not as fucked up as Cletus Casty, but he's also like like disturbed he's a he's a very disturbed individual and kind of like right. the kind of guy he's like mike tyson when you're sitting next to a lion and you don't know when that motherfucker's gonna bite your head off like you just don't know it's like did i bump your elbow he's like don't ever touch me or he could be like you want some mushrooms you don't know what he's gonna do <laughs> uh, i'm ready to eat mrs chen uh anthony stamp says the scene with the cop guy at the end made me go what the hell was that there was a lot of that that I felt when I was watching that movie. Like, that was fucking weird, dude. It feels like we're at the fucking carnival. Like, I don't know what's mm -hmm. happening. Andrew Graziosa, cool name, man. He says, hey, you guys are awesome. Random questions for the both of you. If you could both have a chance to be cast as one of Michael's victims in any movies of the franchise, which movie would you choose? I will say, I will say the original is the easy answer, but I would also say Halloween 6 because he was mean as fuck in that one. And you get a cool death. I'd like to be the nurse who gets the spike on the fucking wall, you know? Yeah. I, I want I want to be cast in Halloween Resurrection, and as I die, I take Buster Rhymes with me. Ooh, like as one. I'm flailing around and I'm gonna fall over because you know Michael pushed me over the like the rail like the railing or something, the banister. I grab Busta by his neck and I'm like, Oh, save me, but I'm really I'm just pulling him away. I and like I that kill answer. that bitch before he ruins the franchise. Maybe you could um, just scream on your way down the water tower and kill everybody. I would. Yeah, I'd be like an eight just because that movie was so fucking yeah. bad. I don't know. I just want to be a part of that corniness. It was so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 441 people in here listening to us assholes talk. We appreciate every single fucking one of you. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. That is our Venom 2 review. Uh, briefly, we will also discuss, because I know it's kind of old news at this point, but vacations and stuff going on. The Mini Saints of Newark. I don't know... Yeah, we'll keep it spoiler free. But if you're if you're a Sopranos fan, if you're not a Sopranos fan, uh, it's a movie that you may or not have been interested in watching. It's on HBO Max. Watched it on the plane, and yikes! Yeah, dude. yikes! And, you know, yikes. It, it's it, like it was a like. Listen, it was the worst time at the casino for me. Like a back to back fucking loser. Because I I watched uh, Many Saints of Newark first, and I was sorely disappointed. And then I watched him too, sorely disappointed. Tony's the, the Many Saints of Newark really high expectations going in i think we all did um cody uh, mike myself we you know we love the sopranos one of the best shows of all time and Damn we straight. expected it to be one of the best movies of all time especially with the guy that wrote the series back on you know production i think he was a, pro a producer in david this chase yeah D yeah david chase so i was like oh yeah it's a good hands but it literally has nothing i almost felt like it had nothing to do with tony soprano it did, like why are you gonna make the main idea it's tony soprano's life story when it's about somebody's fucking out and then also they had this guy that the dude the poor guy that played silvio was like a fucking snl actor trying to do a parody it was a joke like it was so bad it was so terrible 
but it, but I don't even know what they were doing. Like there was a lot of moments where you thought it was gonna like just be amazing, and then it slowed down and it stopped, and then nothing happened. Like I don't know if they were trying to make a Goodfellas version for 2021, and they just failed miserably, or they were just making. I don't know what the fuck they were doing because I I was like I expected to see more focus on Tony Soprano and like you know the the roots or the seeds that were planted in his little belly button that makes him the ultimate badass and evil that he becomes in the series and they barely touch on it and the only cool thing about it honest to god was there was a little bit at the very end of the movie the symbolism I like that I like the symbolism but everything else was just a it was a crazy, like, it was like somebody snorted coke. It's like, I'm going to make a Tony Soprano movie. This one, that one, this one, this one, that one. Do this scene. <laughs> it was a that fucking scene, fugazi. It was a fugazi. <laughs> it was, fugazi. It was crazy, yeah. Fucking wackadoo. Al Don't Pacino you ever made go it. over my fucking head again. You hear me? Don't you ever go over my fucking head again. Uh, yeah, dude. Al Pacino's like, I'm a fan of man. <laughs> he, was like, he was, it was just goddamn angry. And it was all over the place. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was bad. And it, the reason it was bad is because A, it was fucking boring. All right. It was boring. The Sopranos was, dude, it was, it was sharp. So good. Like it was sharp as fuck. It was mean. Like every single character, every word they said, you hung on it. Even the bad episodes had something really interesting going on there. This didn't have the Sopranos feel to it. It did not have the Sopranos DNA. When the song comes on at the end, I honestly thought yeah. it was a fuck up and someone's cell phone was going off at the plane because I was like, like why that. is that song in this movie? Because it did not, it didn't feel like a Sopranos movie. It felt like a bad, mar it felt like a bad fucking mob movie made for 2021 where movies have no nutsack. That's what it fucking felt like to me. I hated it. I did not like it a bit. And I, I and it sucks because, uh, first off, holy fucking shit mary sometimes this beautiful angel named mary cerviche if i'm saying your name right pops in here and drops a fucking bag on us all right holy shit holy fucking titty sex mary thank you so fucking much for that she says i loved your kentucky american psycho video you guys nailed those characters damn mike you were a little too good as patrick bateman <laughs> that's what i feel like when uh when mary pops no, in. I, that was just pent up anger because there's certain times that mike wanted me to do something i said no i pictured you the whole time even though you were beneath me that sounded wrong uh, <laughs> but mary thank you so much seriously guys give it the fuck that's up awesome. for fucking mary. mary god damn maybe it's just fucking ridiculously huge super chat. Mary, thank you so goddamn much. Thank you. Fuck, I'd make you Thank you. Thank you so much for that, uh, Mary. God damn. Uh, love you. Love you fucking so much. Thank you. Um, but no, it just it did not have the Sopranos to the Sopranos DNA to it. They should have just called the movie Richie. One thing I, I found when I was watching the Sopranos is like, you remember this, when you're watching the show, every time someone talks about uh, um, Jackie, uh, they're like, I mean, Jackie was a great guy. Jackie was great. Yeah. He, the, hey, the best. The best. Yeah. Everybody loved Jackie. They should have just called it Jackie, uh, uh, a Soprano story, and then you would have known that it was just Jackie's story. Instead, they try to tell you it's going to be about uh, Tony Soprano. Uh, they're, it's going to be they're going to cast a son. They try to force feed all this shit in there, and they don't do half of it very good at all. It feels like a made well, TV movie sometimes, and it just yeah. did not have what they told us it would be at all. It was wrong. No, it was a fly by. It was a fly by night thing. Like you could have you could have shortened this down to forty five minutes and put it on a special feature on a Blu Ray of Sopranos. Like that. Mm -hmm. That's that's as far as I would have gone with it. And like they do explain. 
Dickie Maltesanti, and they kind of go into the Christopher Maltesanti story. And, you know, they set that up a little bit well. There is a couple of cool scenes. Like, again, it's more symbolic than it is anything else. Like, especially when Christopher Maltesanti, when he's a baby, he keeps crying around. Tony's like, oh, I don't even do nothing. Like, the kid cries around me and stuff. And then the old lady at the table's like, oh, babies, they know when they come in, when they're born, they know some things about the afterlife. Like, it's kind of a good, cool symbolic thing where like oh christopher maltesanti knows that tony's gonna kill him one day spoiler alert that happens in the series but that's cool but over overall like i don't and, and again the guy that played dicky it's also a little was, dumb yeah it was all right, right? I mean, but yeah but it's not well the whole idea with tony is like there is that he does imagine shit all the time in the in the show like he is mm-hmm. always like seeing things or i think tony soprano might have been schizophrenic fuck i don't know but he always and his mom was crazy as shit by the it's way it's all Vera's, that gabagool vera uh sexy Flaminga did great as the mom in it like i think that everybody did a good job i think there was no bad actors except for that one terrible S- the fucking uh silvio awful yeah but everybody else did decent but it was one of those movies that, i don't know i just i feel like they they had they had a great idea and then they they wrote something and it just i don't know i i, I it was to me it's not it's not a, it's not even a mafia movie it's not even a mafia it's not not, not, a a, not just movie. not even a sopranos movie movie it's not even a mafia movie it's fucking i take terrible. donnie brasco over this any goddamn i would i'd watch the shit and that's out of like and go a blind. second tier yeah like and then they try to shoehorn some shit in there that i'm not even gonna get into that they try to like really put in there and like there's one scene that happens three acts into the goddamn movie and you're bored as fuck yeah. and it's uh it's a it's like a, this kind of shotgun fight scene that happens in the middle of the street that's all right yeah one dude's fucks another dude's girlfriend you know you just know and like oh fuck and then that seems really cool because you get this anton sugar fucking oh no country for old men feel where they're fucking fighting cool. it out yeah. in the streets and you think it's about to really get good <clears throat> and then they just fucking look at each other and walk off and you go that was that was where you should have fucking amped it up and instead we went back to this fucking stupid shit i don't ray liotta's wasted i thought he was i actually thought ray liotta god please forgive me for saying this not ray liotta Ray Liotta. I think he was bad. Is that Ray Liotta? That, oh, that yeah. was Ray Liotta. Twice. Yeah. Two different people. He's Ray fucking Liotta. Yeah, they, 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 I, they, I, they got charged so much by him, they used him twice. <laughs> he, he seemed like a parody of <laughs> Jimmy Tuta. I'm gonna get the paper. Yeah, he, got, the he got fucking, like, they, like, char- they're like, God damn, how much does he want? We're gonna use him twice. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even think he was good in this movie. Like, I thought that the performances no. were too over the top. Uh, the guy who played Jackie was actually good. I liked him. He had a Michael, uh, uh, Michael fucking um, Magneto. Fossbender. Michael Fossbender feel to him. Yeah. I liked him. But it was just, dude, it, it was just a fucking, it was a bunch of shit. It was just a is bunch that, of am random I fucking is it, is shit. Is it Dickie Maltesanti or Jackie Maltesanti? J- Dickie Maltesanti, but then Jackie is the, uh, um, um, the other guy, maybe I'm fucking it up. I don't know. I got. I, I thought it was Dicky Maltesanti was the main guy, which that's Chris Maltesanti's dad. But yeah, my point, I, I'm fucked up. Yeah, because I was I gonna say I, when up. you said Jackie, I think you you were talking about Jackie April, and Jackie April wasn't really even talking. Yeah, about yeah, this. yeah, yeah. I got my names. I got my. But names anyway, yeah, up. I know what you're saying. So Dicky, I would clear that out before. <laughs> hey, it's, it, I have a little bit of gabagoose. Uh, but no, you know what? Uh, I'm glad that we got to clear that because I know how people in the comments go. Like, oh yeah, holy yeah. shit. That's yeah, on me. You know, not, I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about once this gets, uh, you know, edited and stuff and put up there. Like, that motherfucker was talking about Jackie April. Jackie wasn't even in this movie. This bitch, watch it. <laughs> like, they get mad. But yeah, so Dickie Maltesanti. Yeah, uh, sure. But yeah, either way, um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like they... And again, I, I know that David Chase had said before, like, I, I think... Because there was a lot of talk uh, for a long time after the Soprano show ended, whether they were going to do a sequel to it, maybe, or do... And he was like, 
totally against it. But then he goes back and makes this, which is cool. I like the idea of a prequel, but why don't you just focus on what everybody's there to see is Tony Soprano. Like, and, and yeah. again, the, the supporting cast is great, but here's the thing. They're supporting cast members for a reason. People want to see Tony Soprano. They want to see what made him the, the diabolical fiend that he becomes in the show that we love, but also uh, what leads him down this psychological disturbance like because he's fucked yeah. up even so and they, they don't even play it. with they play with it a little bit they play with yeah. the wiener just enough just the tip of it a little bit and they're like and then they and then they're like i gotta go home my dad's picking me up like bitch you just sucked half my dick like, <laughs> it's like you gonna leave me with well, blue balls till tomorrow to tomorrow but uh, yeah it, it was one of those the things mom man, I, huh sorry because they touched on it with the mom in the school yeah but, i know like, and she we already knew that we already yeah, knew that. It, like that didn't go well, any deeper and they, and they play around with it when he's like looking over. He's like, what do you think they talk about in there when, you know, at the funeral? Yeah. And and then you kind of see moments and then there's moments where they, but they, they start, they start a story thread and they go, they don't even go through with it. So yeah. I'm like, why do you, and literally the, on the fucking marquee do it says Tony, it says Soprano, Tony Soprano in big white ass letters. So when yeah. you go in, you're expecting a Tony Soprano movie, but you don't even get that. Yeah, I mean, if you want a true Tony Soprano prequel, YouTube James Gandolfini goes off on Guy on the Street. There's a video of this dude. He's, he finds James Gandolfini, and he's, like, walking into a store with his wife. And James Gandolfini walks over to the guy, and the guy's like, hey, calm down, man, calm down. And James Gandolfini goes, tell me to calm down. He's like, I'll break your fucking face. <laughs> and like, you know what's weird? Like, yeah, that was a better prequel than this fucking movie was. Yeah, well, and it's weird because James Galafini in, in real life, from what everybody says, he was like the gentlest, like most like caring guy. Yeah. Very, well, very was, uh, soft-spoken. Yeah, this dude was filming him and his family on the street. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'll, so, that'll piss you off. But, yeah, that guy, that's, but... the, that's the same guy. He's like, I can't even take a shit without on the bathroom with someone <laughs> well, said it on. You knew I wouldn't sign your autograph. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. Yeah, I get where he get mad about that. But everybody that yeah. talk, knew James Galafini said he was, they said he was like really self-conscious even on the set. Like yeah. he didn't want to do half the shit they wanted him to do but yeah and by the way uh his kid um i know that some people would ask about it the kid that you know his actual son that played him as a teenager he's not bad but i, I think that mike and i both we had talked about it before i think the the reality of it is i think they wanted to pay tribute to james galdafini the actor himself so they cast his kid and the kid does look like him i mean there's i mean no doubt like especially when they zoom in on his eyes you're like holy shit you're looking at a young james galdafini but as far as acting ability goes maybe it's not like maybe it's a little bit rough the kid yeah. could get you know but it's still i mean I, but for what the the lines that he gave him i think he nailed he, well he didn't nail him but he hit him i just he felt did. like I, I felt like i felt like if he'd had a little bit more time practicing or or a little bit more experience acting it would have been a little bit better but also yeah. i'm not going to blame him because i think the script was fucking terrible too yeah yeah it's not on him at all and i, th I thought that makeup and shit like that was kind of fucked up and whatever on him so he was fine but it, the problem is that the story didn't focus on him enough it didn't focus on him in the right ways um huge respect the only time you also i did like i that, did though well i like the i'd like the conversation between uh dicky and uh um tony when he's up in his bed and they're like oh, oh he only listens to you dicky he only listens to you and he goes yeah. up there and, and he's reading a comic book. And then there's like that scene where he was like, uh, he was like, what? He goes, why don't you read normal comic books like Spider-Man or Superman? It's like, he's like, you're reading Robin Hood. And he's like, oh, something about, he's like, I didn't even know Jews was back then. <laughs> he's like, Jesus was a Jew. He's like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it, it was fun. I mean, dude, I mean, there are moments that, that it's the worst because it's like, it's like every once in a while you'll see a little nugget of gold. 
in the yeah. movie and you're like god damn you were so close and then you yeah. fucking ruined it yeah and they never ever even like when you say they captured moments of gold they captured cool mob moments every once in a while but they never captured sopranos i thought the sopranos essence never even fucking sniffed a fart in the wind in this it's a four out of ten for me i actually will never watch this again yeah i gave it a five just even just a general five because i i do like the sopranos so i like anything to do with the sopranos but it's yeah. it's a terrible like it feels it, like it's a fan like film, it, dude. well you it feels know what like it is a fucking I, fan film for the sopranos it really was it, and it's like if you took the hbo show and they had like a three episode uh three episodes that were only focusing on one character mm-hmm. that wasn't tony soprano that's what it would be like it would be like watching like a like a part one part two part three of a storyline with barely any tony in it only you know maybe a crime like dude you, what about the new york crime family you could have done so oh my god i would have rather yeah. have seen that than the other bullshit they you know because there's yeah. one guy that wants to take control and, and he used to help the the uh, Maltesanti and, and the Soprano family, and then he does he gets out of it. But now he wants to come back with force. I'd rather see the fucking Italian mob, the New York families, that yeah. the whole thing, and how I don't know because they looked at the New Jersey family as more of a, a, a bitch stepchildren, and I wanted to see them. You know, I wanted to see where that like how they got their nuts. And yeah. by the way, uh, Leota, I don't. I mean, he was more convincing as a mafia dude when he was in prison, when he's playing that character of the uncle. He was too prison. much. Yeah. And then when he was doing the the, the, hey, the head of the family. Yeah. yeah, that was some bullshit. I was like, what are you again? I, I don't was, know. I felt like they I felt like they they had no idea what they were doing. And it's kind of hard to believe that David Chase was a producer because it's like yeah. you had to like look at this script and be like, yeah, it's OK. Yeah, they, they just they the biggest problem with the movie is they just it, you just never feel like you're watching the Sopranos at all. Mm-hmm. Josh Nitsche says, hey, guys, do you enjoy do you enjoy the Phantasm series or Warlock one and two? I haven't seen Warlock one and two in ages, um, but I like both enjoy like Phantasm. Phantasm is great. Warlock uh, Warlock one is is nasty as shit, but it's pretty fun. Like it's a it's a goddamn sorcerer that's trying to bring the devil back to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how could you go wrong with that? I was like, someone watched a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, smoked weed, and looked at porn and made a movie. That's what Warlock is. And then <laughs> Warlock 2 is even crazier. And but I yeah, I enjoy them. But Warlock 2 is really super cheesy. Warlock 1, they were trying to make an actual horror movie, but the dude that played Warlock was great. I like that guy a lot. He's mm. the dude that's in arachnophobia, the blonde guy with the ponytail that they yeah. call in as the expert. He's actually a great actor. Like he's awesome. So he's a really good bad guy, too. Alan Pedley asks, I can't compete with Mary, but I love you guys. Hey, man, it's not about that. We fucking love you, too. We love all you guys, too. Mary's just a fucking, she just comes in here with, you know, fucking slinging. She's an animal. She walks, (laughs) she's like, she's like, she's kind of lady that that walks up to the the blackjack table and just slaps down a couple of hundred and be like, I want to, I'll stay. And they're like, you're on 15. (laughs) You're like, I'll stay. And then she wins. And then she just walks away with her winnings. <laughs> uh JD uh and, and by the way it's 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 fucking trust me it's not lost on either that's that's insanely cool and like we're thankful every single goddamn time awesome. JD thank you uh, speaking of fucking witch JD a fucking huge super chat there man really appreciate that it. It says what's up you soapies can't stay the wife and I are deep in our 31 and 31 I'll catch the replay I showed the Mrs H3 for the first time I was hoping to hear from the good doctors Chalice and Loomis have a great night well H3, uh, we're going to speak about it later this evening. Uh, <laughs> after, uh, hey, can I uh, can I get a rub and tug over here? Or what? Uh, Halloween 3 stars a beautiful man uh, who's a doctor. He's beautiful. He's uh, He's not got an alcohol problem at all. 
and uh, he solves the he solves the story that saves the town. He does. Isn't that isn't that that little uh, stupid shit about masks and no Michael Myers or Doctor Loomis? Yeah, I never saw it. Sounds stupid. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It's considered the yeah. bastard of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. That's right. I don't like mm-hmm. it. It could go suck on a banana's tits. That's uh that's fine, Loomis. Can you just do me a favor? Can you can you can you call, can you text Linda for me and tell her that my phone's dead? Yeah, I'll do that for you. Here, is it one 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 one? Uh yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. You asshole. Can you order me a boilermaker? Can you order yourself an AA meeting? I'm gonna I'm gonna take a piss. Maybe a nap. I I, I gotta go pee pee too. I gotta pee out all the bullshit that you uh, just hey, let's go pee together. Okay. I'm not gonna go with you, you dastardly uh, asshole. Loser gets the ugly chick. Yeah, you know what? Loser <laughs> is not gonna go to the bathroom with you. Hey, who are we kidding? They're both ugly. Remember right? Remember right? My God, ah! I'm talking about your sister. Ah! Uh, I, she's got a pretty face. Your sister. Your your. I sister. don't have a sister. That's uh, not what she told me. Except okay. for sister Marianne from That's the nunnery. Hot. Who's got a big mole on her ass? Hot. That has its own zip code. You're stupid and you're nasty at the same time. That's a stupid question, Miss Brundridge. What's I didn't even ask the question. Squeezed her butt cheeks. Yeah. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's getting late. Uh, I could use a drink. Yes. And we could use a quick break real quick. We will be right back. Thank you so much, JD. I really appreciate that. Uh, let, answer these last super chats. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, all the fucking movie news, your little butt All sorts of good stuff there. Yeah. Uh, reactions to everything. Halloween kills, scream, Friday 13th. Maurice the Beast Vlog says, if a new Friday is made, who should play Jason? <laughs> if the new Tyler Maine. Oh, Friday? Why not? Why not Tyler Maine? I always liked Ice Cube. I think they should bring him back. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. I, I, well, no, actually, um, Tyler Maine. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, uh, well, I, I I really enjoyed the remake. Uh, I can never remember his name, the guy that played him in the remake. Friday the Derek 13th. Mears. Derek Mears. I wouldn't mind Derek Mears coming back. I feel like Derek Mears was a very nice, kind guy, and he also respected the 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 fans and the mythology of Friday the 13th and paid tribute to Kane Hodder. In a lot of ways, I feel like Derek Mears should have had his second movie. Yeah, maybe Derek should play Michael in the movie, and then Tyler Mange could play Freddie in the movie, or Jason in the movie. Are we talking about? Probably I, thought we, I thought the question was like, who should play Jason? Where? What happened? Hey, Mike, are you still there? Did Mike just end this shit? Hey, Mike. Oh my God. Am I back? Yes. Did you just end it? <laughs> I I thought. Wait, did I not? Hang on. It, it, can people see me? No, no. You're fine. I, I thought. I was like, all right. Well, I'm gonna take it over because Mike just apparently said, "Fuck it." Am I back? <laughs> no, my finger. No, you're back. I can see you. Dude. No, but what did you do? I fucking. I I don't know. I I I've been holding the the chat steady so <laughs> I, I was can like, keep up. And it, it, like, I was like, switched off and like God. fucked up. I was like, thank the gods of Olympus. I have been promoted. <laughs> <laughs> now it's just me <laughs> no yeah i i was i was scared because i was like holy shit I and scared. i was like we're having a good time and then i'm talking to myself <laughs> <laughs> i got really scared that i fucked the whole thing up marco v Tor says mike and jay dr loomis dr chalice and michael having to sit down and doing a soprano skit trying to whack jason that's actually really that would be fucking hilarious. good idea dude that's a really good skit idea funny as shit marco i love it dude and actually we could get it. cody we could get cody back to do uh some uh, Christopher Walken. That'd he could be, be the fucking, head of the family. 
That'd be awesome, dude. Mercurio 80 says, hey, guys, I just signed up for Peacock Premium, and I was so going to watch Halloween Kills all day long without any pants on, just like God intended. Dude, when we're able to fucking just stream that shit repetitively, we're going to get people. You know, hey, this is what I was thinking about, too. The guy from uh, uh, Stir of Echoes, the, the, um, the hypnotist, the, hypno- the hypnotist, the hypnotist, who's like, yeah. deeper and deeper, <laughs> deeper yeah. and deeper, and then he has a heart attack and dies. That's that's what we're going to be doing to Halloween Kills. Deeper and deeper. Yeah. Hey, and if you're going to watch it without your pants on, man, just let that schlong lie free. Like, oh, that's, yeah. You know, in the privacy of your home, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Set your hot whatever dog on your hot dog. You want to do, as the Hodge twins would say, and you do it right. <laughs> uh, Josh Nitsch. Ask, what's it never going to happen? Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Horror sequel that you'd love to see. Also, what are your thoughts on Jack Frost, the Killer Mutants? No, man, I love it. Never seen Jack Frost. I could say that from the point. Maybe we'll watch it this uh, Christmas. But um, never going to happen. Horror sequel I'd love to see. Would prob- I'm going to go with the same thing I think you're going to go with, Jay, and that is Michael versus Pinhead. Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. I think we've talked about that as, uh, you know, multiple times. Um, I think the idea, because it's in that... Um, the, what's the, what's the book called? We've had the author on for God's sake. Um, the Halloween versus Pinhead. Oh uh, no! Uh, taking shape. Taking shape. Taking shape. Yes. Uh, it's actually you know, detailed in in the Taking Shape book. If you get if you get a chance to read that script, it it, it really did sound interesting. Uh, if Michael Myers did take on Pinhead, as far as like the way that they were going to present the backdrop of that, like I, I would like to see it. Although I would like to see that when I know that Halloween is no more. Like as far as like they can never go any further with it because once you right. do that it becomes a jason versus freddy property it's just kind of a jokey thing yeah but uh as far as like jack frost goes when you say jack frost are you talking about the uh the the, the um the horror movie no the horror movie jack oh frost. i was gonna say the michael keaton one made me fucking cry and how dare you bring up those memories because i cried <laughs> at that movie. like the, uh, jack frost um that was it called frost that was one of the saddest coolest movies i've ever seen with michael keaton it's great family fun but as far as the the horror movie, no, I've never seen it. Have you ever seen Doctor Giggles? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to watch it this Christmas. Jamie Gore says, "Hey guys, would there should there be a sequel to Trick or Treat? That movie embodies the Halloween movie." I will say yes, there should be because I actually think. Don't hate me for this. I think Trick or Treat's overrated. I think it's a little bit overrated. It has all the Halloween atmosphere, and I do love it for that reason. But I think it's yeah. a little bit overrated when you look at the love that Sam gets and that whole thing gets compared to uh, other other Halloween movies. It's not do. bad. I do like that they brought in Christina Ritchie and, and Daniel Harris, and they do like, it, you know, it, what it felt like was more of an adult, grown-up version of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which Yeah. Yeah, so a, uh, but you know what they should do with that show, with the film, is they should really should just break it down and do an actual television show. Mm-hmm. trick or treat like an actual more adult version like I, I mentioned are you afraid of the dark just bring it to the little screen and do multiple episodes i think that would be fun i would take some shit like that i really would let mm-hmm. me try to figure out how to put up a video here on this new streaming platform that we're doing i hope you guys are enjoying it i hope it looks and feels better and smoother and sexier um and what i'm gonna do is this and that while we were gone it it did look like it was freezing up a little bit let me know if, if that was doing that for you guys, too. Oh, it was? Shit. We'll get that sorted for the next live stream for sure. Again, we're using a... Uh, uh, thank you for telling me that, by the way. Cream Station. <laughs> Cream Station. Um, but yeah, we'll get that sorted for the next one. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, the uh, the video I was playing during the break was like super laggy, dude. It was like fucking up left and right. Oh. And then my battery died. It was a shit show. But thank you all, 360 of you, for hanging around. Um, we got a lot of stuff to get into. So. Uh, 360 currently. Nope, oh, three. It's not enough. Go we call your one. parents and bring them into the room. I want to <laughs> talk with them. 
Oh, and by the way, I just want to mention, if you guys just take one second, just hit the like button on this uh, and even go further as to share the video. We really appreciate it. It helps us a whole bunch. We'll get right into the fucking news, though, because we got a lot to get to. Uh, Percy Prim says, who want to fuck? A mustache right. I do. I, I do. do. I do. Hopefully, I hope that when we go to, to, to do the reactions, it won't do that, but we'll see. Uh, but real quick, I'll go right into it, man. Um, share my screen here. I'm gonna share it. I'm going to share it with you. Yes, I am. Scream. Mm. Now, you should see this on your screen, too. Uh, the Scream account on Twitter tweeted out. Uh, they have their own Scream emoji now, and they tweeted out seven tweeted out seven blood drops and hashtag scream movie. So the idea is many people are imagining that that means seven days until the scream trailer comes out. Or they're on their period. That could be a fact. I think it could be that they could be menstruating seven days until they're off of it and they can resume Twitter. I hate it. I hate it when that happens. I really mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. uh, but it seems like that's the case. Cause here's the deal guys on uh, October 10th and 11th is when scream is doing their 25th anniversary uh, in theaters. They're going to show scream at one of those phantom events uh, in theaters. And uh, they are apparently, there's a lot of rumors going around that they are going to be showing the trailer in theaters only on the 10th and 11th during the, the screenings of the 25th anniversary of scream. Wow. Uh, but if you look at those dates, that's a Sunday and that's a Monday. And I then can't do it. I'm in church. <laughs> I, I bought tickets for it. I don't know if I'll go or if I'll wait till we do a reaction or whatever. I'll probably wait. I'll probably refund my tickets and wait until we can react to it with you guys on Tuesday. But I think what this means is seven days until the movie comes out. Um, and uh, cause it's Sunday and then Monday and then Tuesday would be the day after those screenings. So hopefully what they're saying is on Tuesday, uh, they're going to release it on the internet for everybody to see. So, I, so. the guess is that we're going to get a Scream trailer finally on Tuesday. And oh hey, my God. Let me point out the fact that since you handle our Twitter account, that sounds like the most desperate fanboy bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Release the trailer or I'll gut you like a fish. It's yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I saw that shit, like first off, those guys will never, ever see the trailer yeah. first. Ever. I was hoping they would respond. I know if they said something though, it'd be like, "Oh my god, they said something." They were like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> Release the trailer. I've got you like a fish. I don't know what yeah, I would say to him though. I, I, I like, can you, can Daddy have? Can Daddy have? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting. I'm not gonna go see a shitty movie. Not a shitty movie. If it, I thought you, when you said it's only gonna be released in theaters on a, a, like a new movie or something, if it's some shitty movie, I don't want to watch. I'm not gonna go pay money for it. But if it's no. the Scream Twenty, I. Actually, um, our local theater, well, my local theater here in, in the town that I live in is, is a Malco theater. And they were uh, in other locations. It's a really shitty, like, backwater kind of movie theater. But in other locations that are Malco, they're actually showing or screening the 25th anniversary of Scream. I would love to go see that. Yeah. Because I never watched it on the big screen. Now, see, I did see it on the big screen. But that's why I bought two tickets just in case we we're able to go. But I also think that maybe we shouldn't go. And then we should just wait until it comes out on Tuesday, and then we'll react to it live with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I don't mind not going, but I'm just saying, that, like, it would be cool to go see it just on the big screen. But you can expect, I believe, that what will happen is it'll come out on Sunday, and then someone will record it in the movie theater, and, and there will be a leaked copy of the stream Scream trailer, and everybody's going to tag us in it and all that. I'm not going to watch the leaked copy. We'll wait until Tuesday. We'll plan to film that Tuesday night, I guess, is what we'll do. And then that Tuesday night, we will do an actual full-on, legit trailer reaction and breakdown for Scream. But that's your Scream news right there. Not only that, uh, not only is the 
the trailer possibly probably coming out next tuesday but it's probably going to air in front of those movies if you want to see it on sunday and monday and then also uh they're doing airbnb's doing a special where you can actually stay at Stu's house from the movie uh they're only doing like three three different ones and i think the four hundred thousand like million dollars no it's like five dollars but there's only three of them so you have to like log in to That's do it the price on it was listed as five dollars yeah but like david arquette calls you like this the ghost face is going to call the house while you're staying in it they have mm. all of the screen movies on vhs that you can watch in Stu's house they, they've got it dressed up like scream they're going to do like a tour of the house all this crazy shit like that uh that would be that's a fucking once in life that'd be amazing I'd it'd be cool to sure. go there but i mean i, I don't the five dollar thing first off if it's only five dollars that means a shit it'll be like woodstock in that bitch mm. like you'll it'll be elbow to elbow assholes to assholes well, no 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 they're only giving it to one person like oh, like one like person. a like one I little get, group oh like it'll be like a, like it's like a raffle yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like I the see. first person to get it. Will so it's do, not like but okay, it's only a couple that's, people. okay. Well, that's fine. That's different. I, I thought yeah. you meant like anybody could go. It's like that motherfucker's no. gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna get turned up. I would absolutely. It's gonna get turned there. up. <laughs> but that's the scream news. Pretty cool. Look forward for a trailer for sure. Josh Nish asks, "Have you seen the Neon Demon? Also, have you heard rumors that the thing is being developed as serious, possibly as as a serious, possibly for HBO Max? Uh, there was rumors that they found some of the script for, I guess, the prequel thing that they were gonna do. I don't know about that." But I have not seen the Neon Demon. I gave up on Nicholas Winding Refn after Only God Forgives, and I didn't even take. No, I, I didn't saw, watch that fucking movie. I did. I didn't like it. I watched it was pretty. Yeah, I, I remember watching parts of it, and then the necrophilia came, and then there were some other things that happened. And I'm like, am I watching Black Swan Part Two, or they just don't know what the <laughs> fuck they're doing? Because I, I yeah. like, I thought it was going to be like a horror movie, and it was like some kind of trippy ass psychological wannabe film. And it, I don't know. I just remember a girl having sex with another dead body. Like it was a girl corpse, and then there was an imagination situation in it. And I'm like, I don't even remember that, but yeah, dude, I, don't I was like, like who the movie, fuck so. smoked crack on Willy Wonka's dick and made this? Because <laughs> it like was, well, I was like, everlasting gop stopper, please. Like it was weird. Like it was just, it was all, it, but you know, and there's nothing wrong with a weird flick now and again, but it was so weird, it wasn't even cool anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it was like Jeffrey Dahmer telling you. Hey, I eat people and I keep them in my freezer. <laughs> it was yeah, too it was, weird. It was weird as shit. Uh, the other piece of news that we have here, hopefully this catches up with it because I just clicked over to it. God damn it. Let me try this again. Let me remove that. Um, stop screen. Okay. Now let me do this. Again, new software we're working with. Bear with us. Um, it's your screen. This one. Um, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Where? Oh, there it is. Okay. All right, so as you guys see here, Friday the 13th was that'll, 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 that'll. My client's been ridden more than Seattle Slew. Uh, the, the, <laughs> what has come out, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. Apparently, the Victor Miller versus Sean Cunningham, Friday the 13th thing that a couple of dudes kicking each other in the nuts in court, keeping us all from seeing new Friday the 13th material, was finally settled, but... It's not as exciting as you might think it would be. Uh, so it says, as for Cunningham's company, it might seek a rehearing before a full panel at the second court, which could still happen. If that fails, there could be a petition to the Supreme Court, which might be intrigued by the novel overlap of intellectual property law and labor law. What they're talking oh. about is, yeah, yeah. My God. It's going to Just never Just settle stop. it, you bitch. Guys, damn. It's never okay. going to end. Um, but Victor Miller wrote the movie. And the whole thing was that he sued for the rights to it because there was this law that went in that the, the original writers of material after so many years could have that property back. But then Sean Cunningham 
sued them back. And he said, hey, no, he was a work for hire. So even though he wrote it, he wrote it under a work for hire for us. So we still own it. They sued over that. They lost. Victor Miller won uh, for the time being. But they said there's still reason for settlement, given that the producer retains non-exclusive foreign rights as well as intellectual property derived from the Friday the 13th sequels, including maybe the monstrous Jason character that showed up later in the franchise. And what all this means is that even though Victor Miller won, he only technically owns domestic, not not foreign, but he only owns domestic rights to the original film, which does not include Jason Voorhees or the classic Jason Voorhees masks. So what does it even fucking mean? I don't know. Like, you know what? I feel like I feel like Billy Madison when they're trying to teach him Spanish and then they're, they're going really and he's like, slow down. And he goes, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, OK. I feel that I, was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Kid. Magazine. Just make the settle the, whatever you got to settle. Pay whoever you got to pay. Lick who's ever ass needs licking and make the fucking movie. Like, so what you're saying is domestically, you can make a Friday the 13th flick since he doesn't own the Friday the 13th name, but you cannot use Jason Voorhees or the Voorhees mythos. And you can make a new character centered around, I guess, Crystal Lake or is Crystal Lake part of the lawsuit as well because it's part of the mythos of Jason Voorhees. I'm not even so. So you could call it Friday the 13th. It can't have a hockey mask or could it have a hockey mask? You just can't call him Jason. Can't even have the hockey mask. Like, yeah, I don't. Thing, you like, know what? At this point, fuck it. Call him goddamn Red Rover, and I'll watch the <laughs> shit out of it because we get too long. Well, that's the thing that makes you think too. It's like, what is Sean Cunningham even fighting for? If if this if if, if the fact of the matter is is that all he can't do is call his movie Friday the Thirteenth or have it based at Crystal Lake, then who cares? Call it fucking. Call it fucking Jason goes to the mall. Like fucking, I don't care. Call Jason goes to the mall. Have have. Well, don't call him Jason before he's called call whatever. It like it would Jason be so easy. It'd be so easy for Sean Cunningham to work around this. Not as easy for, for Victor Miller to work around because all he has is the name, I guess, Crystal Lake, whatever was in that first movie. How easy would it be to make a Jason sequel not reference the first movie? Really fucking easy. So why don't they just do that? Why are we even in court right now? I'd be like I, docket number 24.51-67, uh, Victor Miller versus New Lot or Paramount and whoever the fuck i don't know just call it hockey mask i like and like have uh, him go on the grounds of not wasting any more time both of you are fucking stupid you owe him this amount of money now uh, yeah get out of my face yeah that's all that so, should happen look all that cutting him to do punch. just pay him the fucking money let him walk and then sign over the rights to the to the the whole thing i think that cunningham is only i feel like this is almost like a thing it's become like a matter of principle for Cunningham. He's like, I'm not going to let this go. Like this guy's not going to come in here. And after all these years demand, uh, like recompensation for something that he had no claim to whatever. It's a, it's a principle matter. I think now, and it's, and you know, who, who suffers the fans suffer. It's not. And by the way, a major box office hit that would make millions of dollars. It's just set in the fucking dirt. It's, yeah. it's getting as old and crusty and full of herpes as Pamela's head. It's a bunch of goddamn bullshit. But yeah, that's that's kind of the news. They they figured out that part of it, but we still don't know what the fuck it means. And to me, Sean Cunningham wins either way because he has Jason. He has the mask. All he can do is not call it Friday the 13th. I'm sure I'm wrong about that. We should have uh, Shelly. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think they he can't call it Friday the 13th. I don't think he's allowed to call it Jason Voorhees or. Yeah, I don't think he's allowed to use anything from the first the name. Movie. The name Jason Voorhees is what the other guy's claiming he created. 
and Pamela Voorhees, the story. So, but you can't, he can't, you can't copyright Friday the 13th. Just so take he a can call it Friday the 13th. He just can't call it Jason Voorhees. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I, I just say just, just, just take a page out of Halloween books, Halloween's book, call them something like the shape and then just do the fucking movie, man. We all get it. We all, we're all fucking privy to the, to the situation. It takes one IMDb Google to fucking understand what's going on. They should still be able to make Jason movies. Right. So yeah. it's all very fucking confusing to me in that. Right. But either way, fans are still the ones getting dicked over. Fans are still the ones that don't fucking know. And you know, uh, it's just a, it's a, just a, it's a big cock tease. That's all it is. All it so, is is shoving more and more cock into people's mouths that we got to keep sucking. And sometimes that's fun, but not today. Not, not today. on Rex not Manning fun. Day. Not fun. You know what I mean? And I wasn't uh, even asking for it yet. <laughs> all right. So here we go. Now we're going into Halloween kills. Whoa, so deep. She stole my cat. <laughs> like, we're getting really deep in this shit now. So some Halloween kills news came out. This is the point where we're going to do two articles that came out about Halloween kills. That uh, shouldn't have much spoilers in them, but I do want to give a prerequisite warning. If you haven't been watching the trailers, if you haven't been following, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Um, we're not going to give anything away that's not been in the trailers or anything like that. Uh, but we're gonna first we're gonna talk about these two articles, and then we're gonna uh, we're gonna watch Ghost Hunters. Uh, we're gonna do a reaction to, to to Ghosts Hunters Moon video. Yeah, don't call it Ghost Hunter because I mean that just sounds like are we yeah. gonna watch Zach Bagans get possessed? <laughs> and then we're gonna do a live reaction to the Halloween Kills behind the scenes stuff that's yeah. happened. Uh, so if you guys don't want to see any of that, I just want to give you a chance to leave now. Four and twenty-two people in here right now. Thank you all so hey, much all for giving right. us Thomas Day. Gary Catlow says one side can probably call it Friday the 13th. They can have Miss Voorhees and Kid Jason. The other side can have Adult Jason, but they can't have Miss Voorhees, Kid Jason, or the name Friday the 13th. For me, you win when you have Adult Jason with the mask because I think that's what the general public want to see. Yeah, so I think whoever I, has that wins. If you're you know? going to do – yeah, nobody wants to see – like like the Friday the 13th remake they did in 09 was better – like, like that was the the idea behind. Like, I don't want to see an, a remake with Pamela Voorhees as the killer running around. Because, like, once you see no. the original Friday the Thirteenth film, it's over. Like, you yeah. can't go back and watch that movie because now you just want Jason. So it's not the same thing. You cannot remake that fucking movie. I one hundred and ten billion. They did it. They did it brilliantly in the 09 because they only showed a brief moment of it, and then yeah. it was over. It was done, and that's all you got to show. I'm with Joshua Ayers. Call him the J man who gives a fuck at this point. Like who, who cares? We know who he is. I've not agreed movies. to a contract yet. My sir, his okay? middle name was Richard over. Then I will. God damn. Could you calm Richard, down? Richard strikes the camp. All the right. Man. I'm going to take news. you to court. <laughs> Here we fucking go with the Halloween kills news. Um, share screen. This is all very new. Bear with me. Um, where to go? Okay, starting with this, starting with you, <laughs> starting with you. Uh, there's a story that came out where Paul Friedman was talking to comicbook.com and uh, Ryan, or Ryan Freeman, who is a producer for Halloween Ends, Halloween Kills. He hints that after Halloween Ends, the franchise could explore Season of the Witch after Halloween Ends. Darkwing Duck territory here. Here's what he says. Darkwing Duck. All right. Get dangerous he get says, me masks <laughs> i think there are other ways and other mediums in which to explore this franchise freeman confirmed i wouldn't necessarily say i mean there's always interest in exploring season of the witch again is it something we'd race to do i don't know our focus has been covid delays figuring out how to do halloween ends and shoot it covid protocols on that 
all of those things coming out of that, that's been our focus. But I think it would be something where we explore uh, other outside areas of the Halloween universe. I think after this many films, too, we have to look at other places just to get a little bit more creative, right? Um, so, jeez. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I Look, here's the thing. I know that Halloween 3 has got its fans, and, and no doubt, I hated it when I was a kid, and I watched it. I thought it was fucking stupid, and I didn't really get it until I got older, and I watched it again, because I wanted to see Michael Myers, right? I think Halloween 3 has had its time and place, and I think it was a good experiment. I think it failed. I think that John Carpenter, he'd even gone on record and said before that he thought that Halloween could be one of those things where he could tell multiple stories over the halloween night and not just focus on michael myers well guess what the the cobra came and struck you in the anus and it said michael myers is where the the magic is and michael myers is what's associated with the halloween brand and michael myers is what people want to go see season of the witch if you remake it and you try to do something new with it fine you can do that but at the same time if you're trying to to uh use this as a platform to jump off into a new era with halloween it's already it's already happened before they tried it it failed Nobody wants to see it. The thing is, hardcore Halloween fans or, or hardcore fans of Season of the Witch may want to go out and see it. The fact of the matter is, Halloween Season of the Witch, Halloween 3 season, was a failure. And I like the movie, but in comparison with everything else they've done in the Halloween franchise concerning Michael Myers, it is a flat flop. It does not work. John Carpenter had to admit that. And I felt I felt bad for John Carpenter because it was the same thing with Wes Craven. Wes Craven didn't want anything to go past Nightmare on Elm Street 1. He was like, I'm going to tell an awesome story, and then that's it. And they kept on churning out movies because they realized how incredible Freddy Krueger was and the potential dollar signs in his butt cheeks. And they wanted to keep squeezing that for the MTV uh, generation. The same thing with Michael Myers. John Carpenter didn't want to go further than probably the first one. He gave him a chance in the second one to tell the whole complete story. And then the season The Witch came out. He was fully supportive of it because he wanted to leave behind Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. It failed. Again, it failed. I mean, and this is on record and everybody knows it. So and it was because of bad promotion, though. They no, didn't it was tell just, people it, well, Michael nobody, would be in it. Well, yeah. And because you created an awesome character that everyone loved, that everyone got behind. And it was so, it was so uh, like... Pol not even polarizing it was just so magnetic that character of michael myers was so magnetic so many people loved it then you just shift gears on them really quick and then put a finger in their butt and say guess what we're going to talk about mm -hmm. something that's not related to michael myers people are like fuck that you're not going to call it halloween and get our asses in the seat and take our money mm -hmm. and michael myers isn't even going to be in it so i, I don't I know see I see and I agree with you about everything you're saying about Halloween 3 and why it didn't work. Uh, but what I'm thinking here when I read that, too, at the same time, is he's saying, he's saying, what do we do after Halloween ends? Or what are you going to do after Halloween ends? And he just, it seems like he kind of brought off, I don't know, Season of the Witch seems to be interesting to people. Which, if you remember, when Halloween 2018 was announced, a lot there was a lot of people who were saying, why not just do the Season of the Witch thing? Mm -hmm. Why do we have to keep going back to Michael versus Laurie? Do Season of the Witch do that? And I always disagree with it. And here's why. The you can do an anthology VHS 94 is coming out in a couple days. You can do an anthology and do a horror anthology and have it yeah. be about anything. You can title it anything. Why do you have to use the Halloween title to make a horror anthology? That's it. You know that's what I mean? So right why there. do your Halloween do do a horror anthology? But that's what I mean. Halloween because yeah, it's it, but it's easier for them to keep the brand name because they know that it's guaranteed money for them. And, and Tomo Ogato is actually correct. He was like, why not just call it Season of the Witch? Don't put Halloween in, in the front of it. That's true, too. And and, and, and here's where I, where, I, where I land on that, though. I also understand where he's coming from because what 
what we're all wondering is after Halloween ends is over with, right? Halloween ends is done. Uh, David Gordon Green's had his trilogy. Um, it, it was put in the spotlight. It was, you know, this big, huge thing. Mm. And then now what do we do now? What do we do? We don't have Lori anymore. Uh, and I know what you and I want. What you and I want is to see, see Michael Myers unchained. Let's either I go want back to break free. Either go back and pick it up the Thorn storyline or one of the previous storylines, which would be yeah. hard to market because you have all of these casuals who don't understand. It'll be very confused. Uh, I get that. Um, uh, do you do a Netflix series? I would like to see reboot it. Now, now hear me out. Reboot it from the from the standpoint of a Netflix series. Start from the beginning, but then go into the Thorn stuff. Go into everything. Keep it all in canon and see what you can do season by season. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that well, we've we talked about that before. Uh, even exploring, and I, I felt like you have time when Halloween ends comes out. There's time in between to figure out what you want to make your move on, because then you could do the Doctor Loomis files. You could do multiple things that could go to HBO or whatever and make mm -hmm. a killing and do a justice to the series and present backstory. Then you can do whatever you want. I don't think it needs to be rushed. I mean, they're like, oh, what should we do after Halloween ends? Yes, people want to see Michael Myers back on the big screen, no doubt. Right after Halloween ends, they'll be like, well, what's next year going to be? But you don't want to turn it into a Saw franchise when every fucking October, you mm -hmm. know, even though I would like that and I'm, I, I know you would like that. Yeah. You know, every, uh, you know, every October, another Michael Myers things comes out, but I, you know, I, I understand that they want to make sure that it's a great story. I don't know, right. but you don't have to rush it. So I you mean, this idea that something has to be done after ends is stupid. Now I do want something to be done after end, but I think that actually lands in the same question though, because here's what I'm saying. And this is what I was kind of getting at is that I don't want Halloween to turn it into an anthology that forgets Michael Myers at yeah. all, but if we want to keep the Halloween brand name in front of people while Michael Myers percolates and they think of a really good way to continue his story in the background, I think we're looking at after Halloween ends. It's just like with the Bond movies, okay? When Daniel Craig's done, how many years is it going to be until they start a new right. Bond movie, right? I feel the same way about Halloween ends. Hey guys, this is Mark Wahlberg, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about We Watched a Movie. They got a really good Patreon going on over there. They'll do videos for you based on any of their characters. They'll do commentaries for you. They'll do movie reviews for you. They got behind-the-scenes videos. You got 20% off of all their merch. They'll even make you your own video store card like Blockbuster back in the day. They got commentaries just sitting there waiting to be fucked by your movie ears. I'll put the link below. We gotta outrun the wind.